Peron FM, the music will find you. Visit peronfm.co.za. So we've had quite a few chats, uh, a shoemaker one step at a time, just to fill you in again if it's your first time here this morning. Shoemaker is designed for you to help and assist us all in ma- taking one step at a time. Somehow, sometimes we feel we can take a, more than one step or bigger steps or bigger bites of life. It's not necessary, Dave. No, not at all. You know, we've, we've always been saying, Marius, that everything happens a step at a time. You yeah. know, you climb a mountain a step at a time. You do things, you succeed a step at a time. It doesn't happen all in one bang shot. Even though we see a lot of these startups becoming incredibly successful, mm-hmm. we don't see all the work that goes behind the scenes in developing that a step at a time. Interestingly, they uh, asked Huey um, Lewis from Huey Lewis and the News, uh, the artist. Yes. Uh, after he, when he got his first Grammy Award, they asked him. Somebody asked him, "So, how did you become an overnight success?" And <laughs> he said, "Well, it took me ten years to become an overnight success." Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. So, um, Dave, today we are talking about uh, successful relationships. Yes, we are. Um, I think you know, Maurice. All the research has indicated that people who have healthy, successful relationships uh, live much longer lives. It's, it's just a known fact that when your relationships are good, yeah, your, your relationship, and normally the reason why your relationships are good is because the relationship you have with yourself is good. Okay. In other words, if you want a healthy relationship, it's imperative that you have a healthy relationship with yourself. So that brings us to the saying or the um, one of the biblical sayings, which is love thy neighbor like yourself. But uh, we, we try and convert that by first loving your neighbor. It's actually loving yourself first, eh? Well, exactly. You know, it's the interesting thing is that you cannot, you cannot give something you don't have. Yeah. So if you don't love yourself, it's impossible to give that to others. And the, the, the challenge with that is that you attract what you are. So if you don't love yourself, you'll normally attract somebody else like that into your life who doesn't love themselves. Now, you've got two people in a relationship who both want love, but neither has love to give. And they normally land up sabotaging the relationship, not intentionally necessarily, but they sabotage it because they don't have that love. And then they get involved in a second relationship and they do exactly the same thing. And that's why we see that so many first relationships, between 50 and 60% of first relationships end in divorce and Almost 80% of second relationships end up in divorce because we don't change the way we feel about ourselves and how we need to develop the relationship with ourselves first in order to be able to have a healthy and successful relationship with others, whether that be our partners, whether it be our friends, whether it be our colleagues and so on at work, or whether it be the people that we lead as leaders uh, wherever we might be leading. So last night, uh, I, I can't, I couldn't remember. For the life of me, I couldn't remember my dreams. Um, so, but that's not important. But I did wake up. I woke up with a voice telling me that the time is right, Marius. I said, "What is it? What must I do?" And the voice said, "Well, it's your time to to remind everybody who they are." So every morning, we we start from today. We will start with "I am love." That's all you need to say, and then you remind yourself all through the day. So it's going to be difficult at first, Dave. What do you think? Well, you know, the thing is, it's a very positive affirmation. And yes, we are love. Love is a powerful, very powerful energy. And therefore, the more we learn to love ourselves, and we learn to love ourselves, Marius, by doing things that align with what we value. Mm. 
Now, the challenge is so often people don't really know consciously what they value. Subconsciously, we all know what we value, mm. but consciously we don't. And because we want people to like us and because we want people to accept us and so on and so forth, we tend to live other people's subconscious values. We call it peer group pressure. Okay. The problem is if I'm living other people's subconscious values and I'm not being true to my own values, I cannot learn to trust, love, accept, and respect myself as a person of worth. The minute I align what I do in my life to what I value as a human being, I learn to trust myself. And trust is the foundation of any relationship. Okay. It's the most powerful aspect of relationship. You know, if you, you'll see that in, in friendships, in partnerships, in marriage or anything. Trust is the foundation of that relationship. You break the trust, you break the relationship pretty much. They have successful relationships. Is there a magic recipe? Well, you know, the thing is, Marius, as I said, the first thing is you've got, you've got to have a good relationship with yourself. The second thing is that you've got to have trust in that relationship. And trust is really built around sincerity, reliability, competency, integrity, and so on and so forth, divided by self-interest. In other words, if your self-interest is high, my trust levels are going to be low. People won't trust me because they'll think that all I'm doing things is for my own benefit, not for them or not to help them or not to assist them. But if my self-interest levels are low and I'm genuinely caring about people and interested in people, not so that they love me back, but because I genuinely have the ability to care and want the best for others, then you'll find that people start to trust, love, accept and respect you as a person as well. Um, accountability and dependability mm, uh, to keep each other accountable that would be okay but dependability is to, to that others can depend on you is that part of the trust yes very much so that's reliability that i was speaking about if you if you if you, if you had to draw and i know the various uh, formulas people have developed regarding trust mm -hmm. one of those that i really enjoy is sincerity plus reliability plus competency divided by self-interest is really what trust is all about right. so if i believe that you mean what you say you're being sincere if i believe that you can do what you say you can do i believe that you have the competency if i believe that you're going to do what you say you're going to do because you've done it in the past i learned to rely on you i learned to 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 respect the reliability ability that you offer etc etc but if my self-interest as i said earlier on is high in other words if i'm only doing it to manipulate to get advantage of the relationship to manipulate the relationship for my own self-interest you'll tend to find that the trust levels are low i think a mistake that were some of us also well we all do that we underestimate our fellow human beings um awareness and you think people don't know but they do know they feel they eh? Of course they do. But the interesting thing again, Maurice, is if I don't love myself, no, it's very it's, difficult. Yes. It's very, very difficult to accept that other people love me. It's like saying to a lady, you beautiful. If she doesn't believe she's beautiful, yeah. you can talk to your blue in the face yeah. and it's going to mean nothing. And it's the same with somebody who doesn't love themselves. You can tell them that you love them and they will keep on looking for the reinforcement of love. Yeah. Do you love me? Uh, show me that you love me. And you can do all those things. But if they don't love themselves, it's very difficult for them to buy it because it's incongruent with the belief system that they have about themselves. 
Thank you, Dave. Speaking to Dave Borham and uh, success, successful relationships today in Shoemaker, one step at a time. Dave, if I feel I'm not in a successful relationship, do you have advice for me at the moment? Well, you see, I think that the important thing here, Marius, is a lot of people who feel that they're not in a successful relationship, sometimes they stay in that relationship because they're afraid of you know, it's almost better the devil I know than I don't know. Yeah. For example, you'll find a lot of people abused, whether it be physically or sexually or emotionally, etc., etc. But they stay in those relationships and continue to be abused because they know the devil. But their perception is, and when they're being abused, it doesn't matter in which way, but when they're being abused, what happens is that your self-confidence diminishes. And therefore, the fact or, or the feeling of, gee was if I leave this person now and I have to go into that world which seems so uh, ominous for me it seems so difficult it seems so challenging i better stay with the devil that i know when you're in a bad in a, in a toxic relationship unless the people are prepared to change in that relationship it's often best to make sure that you move yourself from a relationship like that and start developing a great relationship with self because the more you learn to attract love into your own life the more you attract it actually physically and and emotionally and spiritually into your life because it becomes part of you you always attract who you are marius if you're negative and if you're miserable you will attract it because you'll see it wherever you go the antithesis of that also applies though when you're positive and optimistic you will see it wherever you go you'll attract it, it becomes part of who you are so if you're feeling that you're not in a great relationship or if you feel that you don't have a great relationship with your yourself start changing that by the things you're saying to yourself by the things that you're looking at the visualization remember we spoke about that many many well many weeks ago mm -hmm. and we mentioned that it's so important to make sure that you're affirming positivity positive energy into your life and you'll be amazed at how quickly your life can turn around it really is you can read positive things you can listen to positive things you can associate with positive people it's difficult at first but a step at a time allows your life to change to transform and there's nothing more exciting than transforming your life if you feel that it needs transformation thank you dave and um, so uh, would you say uh, uh, you attract what you are, you don't attract what you want, you attract what you are? That's kind of a difficult concept. However, if I am in, an, in a, a not-so-successful relationship at the moment, is it necessary for me to really crucify myself and say that I am the reason for that because I attract what I am? But you see, Marius, the thing is this, is that if you're in a, in a toxic relationship, why are you staying in that relationship if yeah. it's toxic? Okay. Why are you doing that? And the reason why you're doing that mostly is because, well, I'm worried about the children and that's a very valid reason. Or I'm scared of what's going to happen to me if I leave this person. How am I going to deal with this world? How am I going to deal with the challenges that I have to face, etc., etc.? And as I said earlier on, the more that you get abused, the more that you're in a toxic relationship, the less your confidence is going to develop. In fact, your confidence actually gets knocked. Okay. And therefore, you become less resilient, if you like, and therefore less likely to to get out of that sort of situation and there's so many ladies and men even who stay in these abusive relationships because of that fear of how am i going to deal with the world 
out there if I leave this particular person. Now, I'm not suggesting that because you're in a toxic relationship that you need to leave. You can solve these toxic relationships. But you see, the thing is, Maurice, whenever I do marriage counseling with people, the first question I ask them is, do you really, do you really want this relationship to work? Okay. Do you really want it to work? Because if you really want it to work, you can work at it and you can change it. I've seen so many people change their relationships to positive, healthy, energetic, optimistic, exciting, wonderful relationships. But both partners have to want to do that to make it work. So if you are in a relationship which is it's causing you dis-ease, it might lead to disease, right? Well, it can. It does. And we know that. And and that's why I, so when I started this very discussion we had this morning, mm-hmm. I said to you that when you have a healthy, successful relationship, it has a huge impact on the longevity of your life. Okay, yeah. It has a huge impact on everything, your mental well-being, your physical well-being, your spiritual well-being, your social well-being, etc., etc. It just has such a huge impact on the way you feel in your life relationships are extremely powerful in all the psychological aspects of motivation etc etc once the basic needs just the needs of of air water food and 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 shelter and so on be met relationships are the most powerful aspect of our life they really and truly are Thank you. Speaking to Dave Borham. Dave, would you like to add anything else to successful relationships? Yes, I think, you know, Maurice, we're speaking about, well, we have been speaking about sort of one-on-one type relationships, but you've got to also remember that there are many really important relationships in terms of business, in terms of customers, in terms of our friends, our peers, etc., etc. And you'll tend to find that so many people are technically smart. They're really good at their jobs. They're really good at what they do. But they're what I call relationship dumb. In other words, and I don't mean that in disrespect to anybody, but what I'm saying is that we, 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 we often, you know, you find that in business, you get people that are really good at what they do. And so we promote them yeah. into leadership roles where they now become a leader of a team and so on and so forth. And they destroy the team. Because they don't have that relationship smartness, if you like, or the emotional intelligence smartness. Yeah. Depends on what you look at. But but they destroy these teams rather than build them up. And so it's really important that we train and teach these things to our children, number one, and then to our colleagues and our people and ourselves, number two, is how do we get on with our fellow man? It's so important. So it doesn't only relate to our one-on-one relationships, our friendships, and so on and so forth. It goes further afield than that. Okay. All right. And, and, and you know, the, 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 you, you will get, you'll get people's attention when they when they understand you, Marius, but when they trust you, you will get their action. Okay. And and something that John Maxwell said that is so important, and, and, and it really has a, a very powerful uh, connotation to today's world, is he says, there's a tendency today to absolve individuals of moral responsibility and treat them as victims of social circumstance. Isn't that powerful? That's very powerful, yeah. Very yeah. powerful. And and this is what's happened. We we just we do we, we are we are actually not aware of what we're doing to one another. 
speaking about successful relationships, Dave, if there's anybody who'd like to get a book on uh, this to- this type of uh, topic, is there any book that you can advise us this morning? Well, there are numerous books, uh, Marius, on, on relationships and so on. Um, you know, if, if people go to Amazon.com yes. or to, you know, to, and that they could go to the audio section, they could go to the Kindle section, it doesn't really matter. But they'll, and, and they just typed in their relationships, yes, personal yes. relationships or one-on-one relationships, you'll be amazed at what there is on, on, on uh, you know, uh, on Amazon. So, or, or Kalahari.com or something to that, or, or Take A Lot yeah. and so on and so so yeah there are many many books that are available i'm going to leave you uh, giving you one last opportunity uh, we'll speak again in uh, soon in future uh one just one item to acknowledge or think about in order to create a successful relationship is that what do you what would you say that one word is it reliability what is it well, I think the, the the one word to to develop a very successful relationship is integrity, honesty, openness, okay. communication, being open and honest with one another. Because that that integrity builds the trust. The trust, as I said, is the foundation of a healthy, successful relationship, Marius. And you can't build trust without integrity. That's openness, discussion. Um, uh, being being candid with each other and so on and so forth. Well, that's today's Shoemaker One Step at a Time. I'm leaving you with a very appropriate song this this morning, uh, Dave. It's uh, Stingray, South African group, with a song called Better the Devil You Know. <laughs> yeah, kid. Thanks, Marius. You take care. Cheerio again. Adios. Okay. okay. All right, Marius. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye.